Welcome to another episode of On the Clock. We're here with your hosts, Raul Lascano and George Martinez. You're on the clock. All right, On the Clock fans, welcome to another exciting episode. We are on episode 23. If you know what 23 means out there in the world, that's Michael Jordan. He's a Hall of Famer. And today we have a very Hall of Famous type of guest that's going to join the show. We have Miss Santia Deck, the docket for this afternoon. I'm excited to be talking to her. Also on the agenda, we got The Rock. He buys the XFL for cheap money. We're going to get into that. Also, Redskins have a new helmet. They're looking like the NFL version of Alabama. You know, we got to get into that. Also, Odell made some interesting comments over the last couple of days. Um, I know Stephen A. Smith kind of went into a little bit. We're going to dive in and find out what happened. And then the Navy SEALs, uh, they decided to stand up for Kaepernick. There was a situation that went on about, you know, some dogs attacking some jerseys. That was Kaepernick. We're going to get into that conversation as well. And then fantasy football. We're going to start diving into it. Uh, we're going to look at the, uh, the who not to draft. All that is on this show here. You're on the clock. What's up? What's up, man? What's going on, George? How you been, bro? Man, I'm I'm pumped, man. Episode 23, oh, man. MJ. Yeah. We got we got Santia Deck right. is joining the show today. We got the female I'm goat. Pumped. We got the female the goat. Female goat joins oh, the show, man. I'm pumped. I, I I can't wait. Like I can't wait. I, I've been following Santia. I mean, I know it sounds that sounds really bad to say it like that, but um since she was, you know, since I first saw her doing field drills and running the 40 and playing rugby, and I'm like, who's this? And then I was, I mean, I, I'm a complete fan. I'm going to be a nerd. I'm kind of nervous, to tell you the truth. Here, She here. got 800,000 followers. <laughs> How can you not I'm be nervous? I'm a little nervous to talk to her. She's, she's got her own shoe company. She's got her own website. She's got, she's got everything going on right now. She got paid yeah, millions of dollars to play in the women's football league. Yeah, which days views in 2021. 2021. I, I'm excited. It was supposed to be, it, it would have done this year had COVID not been around. Right, right, right. This but is going to be. Again, it'll come around in 2021. I'm pumped for it. Yeah. We have, a, like, if you had to to compare her, we have, like, the Lamar Jackson of freaking football. Yes. Women's football. Patrick right Mahomes, Lamar oh, Jackson. Yeah. yeah. Name, you name them. We got, we got the LeBron James, the freaking Harden. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. Of, James Harden. All of them. All those guys. We have all those combined in one. And she's a published author, uh, fitness model, trainer. I mean, there's nothing. I don't think there's anything she can do, man. So I'm pumped. Yeah, I mean, I'm pumped. Yeah. I'm pumped for her, man. And, you know, another story that was in the news here recently was The Rock yeah. bought the XFL. Right. For a cheap, in my opinion, a cheap 15 mil. No, you're right. 15 mil is pretty, and compared to like, I mean, the production, right? How much does it cost to produce it? Production, pay the players. 15 mil does sound a little cheap. It does sound a little cheap. Now, have you ever seen the show Ballers that The Rock's on? No. This is the exact scenario that happened in the show. <laughs> like, it, it really came to life. So if you guys haven't seen Ballers, go check out Ballers. It's it's a phenomenal show that The Rock's on. Uh, how wonder, much do you think it should have went for, though? I mean, it's a league. I mean, yeah. you're thinking about you're buying the equipment, you're buying the jerseys, you're buying the brain. The brain itself, yeah. in my opinion, is worth 15 mil. Wow. Just the brand itself, the name XFL. Right. To me, by itself, it is worth the 15. I'm surprised. I thought it would have gone for at least 50 million. Wow, really? It yeah. is my thought process of it because, I mean, you got you think you're buying the entire thing. So I'm interested in seeing, you know, what The Rock ends up doing with the league. Yeah. What modifications does he make? How does he transform and transcend 
what was kind of already in place. Because, I mean, I watched a couple games of, of the season. Yeah. It wasn't bad. No, really wasn't. It wasn't bad. It had some good names uh, in there, it, too. It, it, right. Yeah. It, it had some good names in there. It was a good transition. It kept football going when, you know, and then it was in the offseason. It was a good spring league. Right. type of environment. So I'm, I'm excited to see what kind of happens there. The Washington football, football team. Yeah. That's it. So that's it. the football team yeah. known in Washington right. decided to, so they took the, you know, the, the stickers off the helmets. Yep. And they went to a Alabama ish model. Yeah. So what that means is they're putting the actual numbers on the helmet. So the one four is going on, the two three is going on, just like Alabama has it, yeah. but in the Washington football team colors. So that, you know, garnet or that reddish maroon and gold type of type of number. What are your thoughts? It looks a little bit little league-ish. <laughs> it looks, it does. you know, <laughs> so I know you have a marketing team and somebody could have drew something up. <laughs> it looks a little bit little league-ish. I'm just shocked they don't have a name yet. I'm not, actually not shocked. I, you know that? I'm actually not shocked. You th- really? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm actually not shocked that they don't that they didn't create a name that they didn't rush into it. I think this is the I think this is actually a smart way of just okay. Let's wait, see what we got. Let's throw some polls out there. Let's throw some you know let the media pretty much dictate what the name is going to be slash you know uh, fans because you get those responses, you get them on first take, you get them on undisputed, you, you get them on you know Mike Golick show, the get up in the morning. They have all these conversations, and then you see what you kind of like, what's people leaning towards, what will. You know, like a popularity vote. That's all it is. What's the popularity vote? Yeah, but think about it this way. At this point, their name this year will be called Washington Football Team. <laughs> yes, it will. That will be their name. How do you sell jerseys? How do you sell apparel? Because to your know. point, while they're waiting to figure out what the name is, each day that goes by is another jersey doesn't get bought. Maybe people are going to wait to see what the name is. Maybe they already figured it out and they're just like, we're not even going to tell these guys. <laughs> We got all the marketing, you know what I'm saying? We already got everything manufactured. We already know what we're going to pick. If you had to pick a name, what would it be? The Warriors. Yeah, right? Some, the Washington some, Warriors. That's it. Simple. Something simple. simple. Right. <laughs> Every, nobody has a problem with Warriors. Nobody has a problem right. with name. Yeah. Right. And, and unless like they have it. Yeah. Unless so, they got like Washington Sentinels. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> now we're like, wait a minute, we're playing the replacements? Like, what is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that would have been funny. That yeah. would have been funny. Bring out bring out Joe Flacco's twin brother to come play quarterback. Keanu Reeves runs on the field. That's right. And you see him again, like, what is, what is going on right now? Yeah, I mean, I, they probably have one, man. I'm not surprised they haven't uh, like locked one down. Yeah. The you know the, the interesting thing for me, you know, that happened a couple of days ago, and I know you're 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 a military guy. Yeah. So I know you you're probably pretty proud to see this kind of occur. Uh, the, the Navy SEALs basically ended their relationship with a the, training facility. Uh-huh. So I, I know, I know you're pretty, you're pretty caught up with this here. Yeah. Give us the details about it. Yeah. Yeah. So the Navy SEALs, they suspended their support of the national Navy SEAL museum is what it is. Now the national Navy SEAL museum is not actually ran by the military. So don't nobody panic. It's not actually ran by military affiliates, but Apparently, this museum decided that it'd be really cool to show, you know, a dog training show about, you know, how to have control of your of your canine, the canine unit, things of that nature. And this trainer has a freaking Kaepernick jersey on and they're letting the dog attack him. And then to add to make it even worse, he makes the comment. You can hear him on the video saying, yeah, I'll stand. I'll stand as the dog's attacking him. And you're like, well, what? The? This is completely unnecessary to even have in a video. Like, I can't even believe 
Whoever thought this would be a really good idea to do. You know what I'm saying? So to even have the perception that this would be okay is, I don't know how the National Museum even thought, yeah, let's do this. I don't know who signed off on it. I don't know, but it's disgusting to watch, watching this guy just, and it's all over Twitter. You know what I mean? They put it all over Twitter, National Navy Seal Museum, and it's in Fort Pierce, Florida, by the way. It's here in Florida. Wow. It's in Fort Pierce, Florida. That's crazy. It really is. A Colin Kaepernick stand-in is what they called it. And uh, the canine freaking, just them, you know, doing normal canine drills. If you don't know what that is, you know, it's a guy in a suit, and you let the dog out. And basically, you're training the dog to respond to you, your command as the as the owner, and you're trying to make him train to, you know, search for drugs and search for... So you're just doing normal training drills. These are tactical drills that they do for the police department and for the military. Well, they thought it'd be a good idea to put a Kaepernick jersey on the guy and then put, oh, man, I'll stand, I'll stand, I'll stand. He says on the video, all over Twitter. So it blew up, um, and it freaking pissed off a lot of people, man. It pissed off a lot of people. So I, I can't so believe they do that. The, the, now, I completely agree. Right. The guy should be fired. There, there should be some type of protocol process where things get approved. Yeah. Right. So right. I, I stand up and salute the Navy SEAL for, for making their decision and standing up immediately. It wasn't like, let's think about it. Let's process. Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's break down the data and the film and, and find out what really happened. They immediately made their decision. We're not going to support this. We don't stand by this. Right. At what point as a society, do we begin to hold people like this accountable? And I mean, as in jail time, as in fines, because if there is not accountability, and I think, you know, as we think about the movement in Black Lives Matter and everything that everyone stands up for, it's for accountability. Right. We want accountability when people don't do the right thing. Absolutely. In this situation here, this is exactly it. Yeah. This guy is a form of bullying. Think about think about what it is. Yeah, you're using a, a national stage to basically bully another individual, and you're saying there's we're gonna let the dogs out on you. Basically, it's what you're saying. Basically, basically. So to me, to me, this this program needs to be held accountable. Yeah. This individual needs to be held accountable, and each person above this guy in chain of command, yep, needs to be held accountable for allowing it to occur. Absolutely, absolutely. Until until those things occur, we will struggle to see change, and it will happen slower than it needs to until people are held accountable. I, I totally agree with you. And then do you got to understand that, you know, for anybody saying, well, I mean, he's just wearing a jersey or whatever the case is, you got to understand something. Colin Kaepernick is an African-American male. But whether he's mixed or whatever, he's African-American. To see a dog be let out and right. sent on for something, you know, that's back. That you're, you're trying to do Jim Crow days, you're trying to do back in the '60s when they would spray people in the in the in the streets and let dogs go out and, and bite on them in the South. That's what you're doing. You're doing like a silent dog whistle type of racism. You know what I mean? And it's it's unfortunate. It's a nonprofit organization that's again not ran by the military. So I don't want people thinking that's what the military is about. I want to separate that. I want everybody to understand this nonprofit organization decided to do it. Navy SEALs remove themselves from them. They're no longer going to help support them in whatever they do. So yeah. uh, I'm, I'm like you said, it's accountability. And, and I hope, I do hope something comes of it. Um, speaking of accountability, man, I hate to switch gears on you like that. Uh, not something that's drastic, but Odell Beckham, Odell Beckham and, yeah. his, and his comments, man, you know, and Stephen A. Smith went in on him a little bit and I'll let you dive into it, but I just, I don't know what Odell Beckham, I don't even know why he opened his mouth. Yeah. And, and 
you know, if you haven't saw the clip yet, basically Odell was criticizing the NFL, was criticizing the owners for playing football. Right. And, you know, while you have your, your platform to, to speak your opinion, he has the ability to opt out. Yep. The fact that he's showing up at training camp, all that stuff, no one's holding his, his a gun to his head. Right. No one no one is saying, oh, you must show up. No, there is an opt-out option. You're still getting paid between either 150 Gs or 300,000, depending on if it's for medical reasons that's valid or not. Right. And that's it. And you just sit out. We've seen, what, I, I think we were doing the list to, today. We're looking at it. Over 70 players have opted out so far. Some yeah. big notable names. I know the Patriots have a third. <laughs> on, that list, on that list is at, the Patriots. At this point, missing. Uh, but he has the option. Right. And to try to bring light to something that doesn't need the light like that. Like he's tried it. The way he tried to spin it off basically was, is saying, oh, the white man's paying the black man to play football. Right. That's in essence, in in a nutshell. Right. Right. That's what he's saying. And Stephen A. Smith, honestly, let him have it because it takes the attention away from what movements need to be about. Odell Beckham has the option. He's gotten paid. He's gotten paid in his career. Right. He can take a year off if he wanted to. Absolutely. I I agree with you. And he can play. Like, he's, he's made the choice to play. So if you make the choice to play, you play. You play ball. You do what you need to do. You still have your platform. Utilize your platform to continue the the social injustice movement, trying to help Kaepernick yep. with what's going on in, in the world right now. Use your platform correctly. Today, I think he he shed a negative light onto his platform that maybe will kind of question him a little bit. What do you think? I, I, same thing. I totally agree with you. And, and it, it, this is... And he made it, he tried to spin it as if, you know, the NFL doesn't care about their players as well. Like he tried to spin it like saying, like, you know, they could make they can cancel the season. I have no reason why we're playing. I don't understand it. You know, this is uh, hey man, you, there's been a lot of receivers and defensive players. Like you said, 70 players have opted out. There's no shame in it. You know what I mean? If you feel that passionate about COVID and what's going on. Opt out like everybody else did. He won't be the first wide receiver to do it. The two wide receivers from the Dolphins opted out just yesterday. Go ahead and opt out. You know, there's no shame in it, man. Especially if you don't want to do it. I understand that. But don't sit there and criticize a whole league. And I'm not defending Roger Goodell. I'm not saying he's the greatest commissioner either. But don't sit there and bash other people and think, okay, you know, they don't care about us. You think Rooney over at the at the Steelers doesn't care about his players? Of course he does. Of course he does. He he cares about them. So there's no reason to sit there and bash a man like that. And you got to be accountable for your, your comments. And I'm not saying jail time. And I'm not saying kick him out the league. <laughs> you know, I'm not saying anything like that. But I do think I do think he's got to sit. And he's talking from his heart. So I, I, I get it. And it tends to lead you astray sometimes, right? And it kind of misconstrued what you what you really want to get off your chest, but no, nah, man, he he had a, he's he's got to chill out with some of the stuff. And again, opt out, just go go the other right. route, and you'll be good to go. No, there's no shame in this whatsoever. None at all. Isn't really talked about a lot is these players that get guaranteed money. So a lot of these guys in their contracts have established roster bonuses, where if you're on a roster on a certain day, you get paid X amount of dollars. If you attend X amount of games or, or practices, you get paid X amount of dollars. Right. That's also guaranteed to Odell. So let's say Odell opted out tomorrow. They don't take back his roster bonus because he was on the roster as of April 1st. Right. He still collected that check, which is probably a pretty nice check. So yep. anytime he wants to opt out, he can leave. Yep. He can just leave. He's done. Um, I don't know. I, I'm interested in seeing how he does this year. Yep. I, I think this is a a very important year 
for him. Yeah. Uh, I'm asking you this now, switching gears on you, fancy football. Do you take Odell Beckham? When? What round? Yeah, man. Do you I, take him now? I, I don't want to give away too many secrets to yeah. the listeners that are yeah. playing with us. Yeah, we can't do that. Those guys are vicious. Those guys are animals. The one that we're playing against. Yeah, um, but but I, I do know. you draft a guy like Odell Beckham on your team? No, man, I, I don't. I, not, to me, if if shoot, that's a hard one. If he's like last, he's not. He's not my first resort. Put it like that. He's not the first guy I want to try to go get. So I don't. I don't think I go get him. But no, I don't think I, he definitely doesn't go high in the draft. Like, I'm definitely not drafting him really high. There's so many yeah, other players before him. I take. Yeah, there's a couple guys that I'm going to stay away from. Personally, I was reading an article today on ESPN.com, and they kind of broke down receivers, quarterbacks, yeah. tight ends, you know, so some of the offensive skill. And, you know, I was looking at, okay, and, and, and I'm going to ask you this here, Josh Allen. I know I know, I know, your boy Heem. He loves him. Monroe's going to get a little upset about this. Oh, my God. He loves him. He loves him to death. To me, Josh Allen is a average quarterback at best. Yes, he has a strong arm. Right, He's rated as one of the strongest arms in the NFL. Right. Okay, but what people don't realize about Josh Allen, in which he may have the Cam Newton problem, mm. and I'm going to get into that here in a second. Right. Josh Allen scored a ton of touchdowns rushing. Really? That reminds you of another rushing quarterback in Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. Cam Newton, when Cam Newton exploded on the scene, was because he was that pure dual threat kind of guy. He can run it. He can throw it. He can do it all. And he started taking hits. And those hits started affecting his body. So now you have a guy like Josh Allen. I don't think Josh Allen runs, runs for as many touchdowns as they did last year. And he doesn't throw the ball well, in my opinion. Right. So I think he's a below guy. Uh, I know guys that I'm I'm avoiding, and this is out there for, for everybody that's playing fantasy football <laughs> with me. I'm not drafting Aaron Rodgers either. Really? You want to take Aaron? I'm not I'm not a fan of Aaron Rodgers, man. I know you're not a fan of him, but I mean he's got a chip on his shoulder with that Jordan no. Love. Yo, he's got a he's got a chip. Don't you don't think so? I think he he has a chip. Yeah. I just don't think he has enough pieces. Okay. I think he just has Devontae Adams. That's it. And I think that limits oh, that boy. limits a Rodgers kind of kind of upside. I'm also nowhere near Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, I wouldn't touch him. I'm <laughs> I wouldn't touch him. No, the only thing he's good at is hand the ball off to Derrick Henry. Yeah, I mean <laughs> about it. And and they might they it. might come up with five more passing plays this year. That's about it. But yeah, I'm not and then, like I was telling you, I was telling you about your guy, Odell. I'm not drafting Baker Mayfield. That's true, too. I see true Baker too. Mayfield in a two tight end set. I see the Browns being a two receiver, two tight ends and a running back. And they're going to feed the ball to Cream Hunt and feed the ball to Nick Chubb. Feed the ball to Cream Hunt, play action, throw it over the middle to the tight end. Yeah. Every now and then take a shot to Odell. And that's it. They're going to play. Baker Mayfield's going to be, if they're doing well, the ultimate game manager. Right. And it, he's, got for, split, he's got to split catches with Landry anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, you're, yeah. so I'm, I'm not touching Odell. I'm not touching Landry. Uh, outside of Chubb, I'm probably not touching anybody on that on their Browns. Yeah. Because they're not putting up numbers like that. Now, running backs wise, okay. Who you're not taking? I'm going I'm, I'm to give you three guys. Okay. Who's the three? These three guys, at one point or another, were top 10 picks. Really? In fantasy football. Top 10 guaranteed. At, hey, at some point in the career. These guys, two of the three, have been debated about being the top overall player taken in fantasy football leagues in the past. Really? So who I'm not we, touching them. Who we not I'm touching. not touching them. Okay. Okay, we got Todd Gurley. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> with the Falcons, yeah. right? He has arthritis in his knees. Yeah. He's not the same dude. He's not. Okay. 
David Johnson, oh, who was wow. with the Cardinals before. Now he flips over with the Texans. And people are like, oh, David Johnson's going to get the ball. He's the only guy. A couple things about David Johnson. A, very injury prone. Yeah, that's true. B, he's not a very decisive runner. Okay. He toe taps quite a bit. And then you got no Hopkins, so... And you got no Hopkins, so they're going to load the box. They're going to load the box, yeah. So I think I'm staying away from him. And then the guy that you're going to look at me like, what? Are you Are you serious? <laughs> After Aaron Rodgers, is, let's see. Is Mark Ingram. What? Okay, come on. Stop. I'm not going to touch him. Stop. I'm not going to touch him. Because, Why? Because he plays with Lamar Jackson. What is that? He had great numbers last year. Yes. Lamar So Mark Ingram. Jesus, that's crazy. Is... So, fun fact, Mark Ingram is actually older than Gurley, okay? Yes. And now, last year, Ingram was known as a touchdown machine. He scored 15 touchdowns last year, which, again, for fantasy running backs, 15 touchdowns. That's almost one a game in a 16-game season. Yeah. You'll take that. That's guaranteed six points. Absolutely. You add 40 yards rushing, now you're at 10 points. Ideally, for your running back, you want you want to be anywhere between that 12 to 16-point range, right? Mark Ingram was going to get you that last year. But now, they drafted a rookie. Uh-huh. From Ohio State, yes, that that kid's electrifying. Oh, I agree with you, but I still think I still think Mark so, gets a starting so I job. Think, I think Mark Ingram runs into the problem he ran into with the Saints when he saw Alvin Kamara come on the field. Split carries, yes. Split carries is not good in fantasy football. It, it's really not. But I mean, and, and I'm saying it because I think Mark Ingram gets drafted too high. I think people draft him much earlier than he needs to be drafted. Mark Ingram to me is a seventh round. Eighth round guy. Okay, he's, when you he's say your like that, third that makes sense. Running back. Okay, he's your third running back. Maybe a flex guy. Maybe a guy coming off the bench in right. a situation where you have a bye week going on. He's not the guy. Right. He's not a. He's not a week to week star. He's a matchup guy. Okay. Other backs, I'm nowhere near. And here's you're not. You're gonna laugh at me when I say this because you know how much I love the Bucks. Okay. Yeah. And another guy I'm not touching is Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell. I'm not touching Le'Veon Bell. I'm not even going to draft Le'Veon Bell. From the Jets? Yes. Really? No, 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 no. Okay. Sam Darnold's in a struggle. They don't have any receivers. Back to back that, to the DeAndre Hopkins. That means he gets more Houston points, Texans. right? He gets more. They're going to give him the ball more. He's going to see a loaded box. That's true. Loaded box. Loaded box. Yeah. And again, I think he has limited upside. Ronald Jones from the Bucks. Now that LaShawn McCoy got signed with the Bucks, I'm not touching Ronald Jones. Not that early. You mean not? And these, these nah. again, these are early. I'm not, I, I'm not, I don't think I'm touching Ronald Jones at all. Oh, wow. Wow. Le'Veon Bell, maybe in the 10th round. You go after Shady then? I don't know if I touch Shady either. <laughs> I'm, I don't think I'm drafting a Buccaneer running back. Well, I mean, <laughs> again, Tom loves dumping off the running backs. He does. He does. And, and I think I think LeSean McCoy has sleeper potential. Yeah. But again, sleeper potential guys that are usually after the 10th round. Okay. So okay. after the 10th round, 10th round forward, if Shady McCoy is still there, then maybe that becomes an opportunity here. Okay. Um, now, I'm going to go to your receivers here. Receivers that I'm staying away from is your boy, Stephon Diggs. I mean, you don't think he gets his points over in Buffalo? No. <sighs> Why not? He's the only targeted receiver. No, they got John Brown as the other receiver. But here's, here's, what, I, here's what I like to remind people of. I don't pick people that play in the snow. <laughs> You don't believe in the cold. I don't like to pick receivers that play in the snow because as we get later in the year, yeah, you start getting into fantasy playoffs. Right. You get into the snow. Yeah, they may throw the ball 10 times that game. Right. God forbid Buffalo wins a division, okay, and, and they're cruising as the year goes on. Right. Stephon Diggs may not play at all. You don't think so? 
once you once you lock it up, you got playoffs are secured. Mm, they take they coast those last three games. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And those, yeah. those are championship weeks for fantasy. It is. It is. And you're in the snow. So let's say they're battling for the for for playoff position. Right. I'm handing the ball off. It's it's, it's snow. <laughs> you know, throw the Let ball. The running back get especially Buffalo, especially Buffalo. So that shit had twirls. It's that true. That snow is all over the place. I remember watching I like when him. Thurman Thomas was there. It was sucked. A guy that I'm iffy on. Right. It depends on where he is on the board is A.J. Green. You're iffy on A.J. Green? Here's why. Name the last year A.J. Green played a full 16-game season. That's because Andy Dalton's killing him freaking every game in and game out. He's killing so, him. So he didn't play at all last year. Wow. He's a year. He didn't play the entire year last year. And I know yeah. this goes back to a conversation you and I had about how well players come back from sitting out yep. an entire year. We're about to find out what AJ Green has left in the tank. Yeah, he's got something in the tank. He's he's got something. He's gonna be. He's so, gonna be. He got Joe Burrow. He's got something in the tank. He'll be. He excited. does, but he's thirty. He's thirty-two years old. I know, man. But after T.O. runs a four-four forty against Tyreek Hill, I'm saying uh, I'm gonna have faith. I'm gonna give it him faith. Uh, a couple other guys I'm kind of staying away from. Just running down the list here: Will Fuller from the Texans. Yeah. The guy never stays healthy. You got Sterling Shepard with the Giants. Mm-hmm. It's the Giants. Sammy Watkins with the Chiefs. He's iffy. He's on and off every now and then. You know, uh, Tyreek Hill right. outside of Patrick Mahomes on that team in Kelsey. You got Deshaun Jackson with the Eagles. I don't like any Eagles. I don't like any of them. It includes Carson Wentz. <laughs> Fred then, is going to freaking love you. That's great. Fred's going <laughs> to love hate, you. I hate the Eagles. I love their colors, though. <laughs> Eagle colors are probably one of my favorite. So whenever I play anything, I'm always trying to wear that green. Love their jerseys. Don't like the team. Don't like the team. Okay. And the other guy, and you and I were talking about this pregame before we get on the show, Antonio Brown. I'm not yeah. touching Antonio Brown at all. Yeah. I don't care if he's playing with Russell Wilson in Seattle. Right. I'm not touching him. Right. I'm not touching him. It makes sense, man, because he's still got to start those eight games. So he's, he's not, he won't be touched till 2021. Now, here's where I'm going to shock you. I'm going into tight ends. Okay. A guy that I'm Pete, that's going way too early. Now, again, I'm not saying I wouldn't draft him. I'm just not taking him as early as people are taking him. Gronk is being taken as a top 20 player in fantasy football. Yeah, and he's had out for a year. So your whole you stood out of year theory comes into play. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we I, think, I think he's a seventh round guy. Well, that, that's a little, you don't think he's like third or fourth? No, that, that that's the problem with people. People are picking them that early. That's that's early. That's the problem. That's early, man. You think about ten team league, pick in the third round. That's pick thirty. You think he's a top thirty player? I can name thirty two players that are better than tight end positions. No, no, all the way across the board. Well, we're just talking about tight end positions. I, I mean, Gronk is up there. No, he's definitely up there, but. Yeah. Gronk is in the top 10 list of tight ends, but there's a drop-off. There's your top – to me, there's a top two guys. You got Kelsey. Yep. And you got Kittle. Yep. I agree. Those are one and two. So where's the drop-off after Kittle? Who, who's next? That, that's that's where it happens. It's a huge drop-off. That's a big – it's a big – it's a big drop-off there. You got guys – you got guys like Jared Cook from the Saints. Yeah. Who's up there? He was a top 10 tight end last year because he's a red zone target. Hollister for the Seattle think, Seahawks. See, oh, yeah, he's a big one. Yeah. He's probably number three. Right. Me personally, I think he's probably number three. I think Jared Cook is probably seven or eight, maybe nine. Right. Right. I think Gronk is in that five or six range. I mean, it's I fair. I think Gronk is in that five or six range. Um, in that five or six range tight end, you're probably looking at a fifth, 
six-round grade because you think about the first two picks, you go running back. Right. The next two picks, you go receiver. Right. Now you're four rounds in. Now you pick a quarterback in round five. You pick another receiver round six. Right. Now you're in round seven, and that's where you're picking a tight end there. That's a good, that's a good so assessment, that's, man. That's not a bad assessment. That's my take there on the, on, on the fantasy football there. I'm excited. So we're going to announce on the show here today, we're going to go live with our draft order. Oh, yes. We're going to oh, go yeah. drive live and with you know, it on Facebook. You know you got to do it You know for our guys. We're, we're going to have to go live, <laughs> and then like you were mentioned, we're going to have to freaking make sure the camera looks at the hat. So we and don't have no problem. Right. So there's no issues. So Courtney and Grizz don't get mad at us and call it a conspiracy. Oh, man, I, I, Speaking about players that we have to watch for and, and, and looking out for, the NBA is getting exciting. It really is. Kevin Durant making his picks of it's going to be the Clippers and the Bucks. Um, the games that are going to be coming on tonight. I hope everybody's ready to watch. You know, you got freaking, you got the Lakers playing the Houston Rockets tonight, right? Our guy, James Harden over there, um, who is, by the way, leading. The team in points, assists, steals, and blocks right now. Everything. And everything. everything. The only one he's not leading in is rebounding. That's Russell Westbrook. <laughs> yeah, and he's definitely leading in all those categories because of our guy, Justin Allen, over at All In Sports, getting him ready to go for the bubble season. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you got a good, pretty good games. I know you're not going to be excited of my Heat playing the Bucks. I know you're not excited about that, you know, telling me that the freaking, you know, they're going to get demolished. Uh, so it's good. I actually want to see the Clippers play. Uh, I know, I don't know if you've seen it. They've been playing pretty well. And Los Angeles better, the Lakers better be, better be on their P's and Q's. Because Lakers don't look as strong these last three games. They they took a loss uh, three days, four days ago. I don't know. They don't look as strong as I thought. And Anthony Davis, for them to be contenders, those guys have to – Anthony Davis and LeBron James have to play 44 minutes a game, and they got to score 40 points a game each. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No way. Now, I disagree. I actually think the Clippers have looked like trash. What? Kawhi Leonard and Paul what? George have not looked very good at all. And I know, you know, the Raptors beat the Lakers by 15 the other day. I know, you know, you're talking about the, the Lakers – not being as good as they are on paper, but I actually think the Lakers are going to be just fine. The Lakers will be in the finals. They'll find a way to get in there. Right. But I think it'll be a series. Uh, yeah, your your Heat have no chance. Against the Bucks, huh? Against the Bucks tonight. I, 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 we can play a little side bet here. We can do a, a little <laughs> 10 push up challenge. Right, right, a right. 10 push up challenge, a friendly competition here. I think the Bucks win, and I'm going to go with they win by 10. What's your take? What do you think? Uh, okay, so I, I'm going to go with my heat, so I'll take you up on that bet. Um, just, you know, we're going to see how that goes. Have faith is what I say. And I honestly think after watching the Raptors play against the Lakers, Raptors are definitely going back to – You think so? Oh, yeah. They have. They can win that title again without – How the Raptors beat the Bucks? I think they do. I really think they do, man. I think – and if there's those – I think they do. <laughs> I don't know, man. I saw how they played – they're still playing team ball. It looks freaking good. Everybody knows their roles and assignments. I mean, it it looks it, it, they can definitely repeat. I'm I'm gonna say that because when they when they went through the Lakers and made them look like they were average, that that let me know that the Raptors are, are for real in their series. Supposedly that's supposed to be number one in the in the West, right? Yeah, but you gotta think also the Lakers are very locked to one seed. How much are they playing? Yeah, but still. How much are they you playing? Think, you the think they laid team, off? What are you playing for? What no. are you playing for? You don't lay off. You don't not you don't lay I'm off this. I'm telling you. They don't lay off this early. I don't know. I don't I gotta see this. They 
Raptors looked pretty good to me, man. They really did. The Rockets look good as well. I'll give them that too. The Rockets look good. That West Division is going to be hard to come out of. It really is. But those Raptors and those Bucks, they look they look prime. They look prime. They really yeah, do. I'm excited to see it. On the clock, fans, we're going to put these questions here in our OTC Sports Talk group on Facebook. Go ahead and give us your thoughts on who you think is going to win. On the other side of the break, we have Miss Santia Deck. Track Baby joins the show. I am pumped to get the opportunity to talk to the GOAT of the Women's Football League. She's up next. You're on the clock. All right, on the clock, fans. If you're in the Lutz area looking for somewhere to go, grab a bite to eat, sit down with the family, make sure you visit our friends over at Panini's Bar and Grill. They're located at 3973 Van Dyke Road in Lutz, Florida. They're the home of the overstuffed sandwich. They got options, turkey, cheesesteak, salami, roast beef, corned beef. You're not going to want to miss it again. Visit our website, paninisgrill.com. You're on the clock. Hey, on the clock, fans, man. I got our special guest of the day. You can't believe it. All the way from Atlanta. She's coming to join us. She's taking time out of her busy day. We have Santia Deck joining the show. How you doing, ma'am? What's going on? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. You know, just trying to stay busy. <laughs> oh, trust. So are we. Me and me and George are trying to stay so busy. We, we started a podcast <laughs> so we can <laughs> occupy some more of our time. So it's really good, man. Awesome. Yes. So thank you for joining the show. Uh, pretty excited to have you on. You know, one of the things I, I kind of want to get into with you know is i know you're, you're big into training you're into a lot when you talk about being busy right staying busy you know for someone like you it can't be hard to say because you got so many different things going on right now talk a little bit about right now some of the some of the training that you're doing and taking place yeah so um honestly a lot of my training hasn't drastically changed i mean i'm not in the gym as much um but my trainers have kind of moved things outdoors so like you know we're still kind of doing the football I mean which we were doing outside anyway like the the field work and everything and um we do go to the gym like maybe once or twice a week um but it's just a really really small group of of people um but yeah like I mean we're still I'm still preparing for my season I mean unfortunately our season didn't take place this May but it is going to be taking place hopefully uh May 2021 so you know I'm still making sure that I'm I'm in, I'm staying in shape and just working on things that I'm not that great at yeah because I saw I, I've been I've been following you for a while I know that sounds weird to say that but I've been following you on <laughs> IG for a while and, and the first thing that I saw was your your footwork drills on the ladder and I, I was I was clowning with one of my friends I was like yo she's got way better feet than I've ever had and I was training for like 20 years so like, <laughs> I saw how you were killing the ladder and doing all that stuff. And I was like, yo, this is crazy. And then now to even hear that you signed a multi-million deal with the women's football league that should be coming out in 2021. Right. I mean, I mean, that's dope, man. How, how did you, how did that even happen? How did that, consp- you know, transpire? Well, um, so the owner, um, who's actually a woman, her name is Lupe Rose. Um, she actually had been watching me, um, since I was in college. Um, and I didn't even know. And um, she was kind of just social media, like Facebook and Instagram. And um, after, like, I found out um, in 2019 that my Olympic journey was over, she uh, ended up reaching out a second time because she had actually came to me um, while I was still training for, you know, possibly making the USA rugby team. Um, but, you know, my mom was like, who's also my manager? She was like, well, she's really focused on the Olympics right now, so she can't even really entertain anything that has to do with football because, that just can't work, you know? Right. Um, and so she was like, all right, I respect that. And she just kind of disappeared. And then I guess she got the news that I didn't make the team. And she came back around a second time. And then that's when she kind of offered me the, the deal that she offered me. Um, and, I mean, to this day, it's still very surreal. 
um, it absolutely changed my my life in almost every way, <laughs> to be quite honest. Um, but you know, I'm just thankful that these girls that might have dreams of playing football professionally now can actually have a, a place where they can they can go. You know, because this is the first league where women are getting paid enough to survive. Um, in flourish really. So, you know, I'm just happy that, you know, I'm, I'm helping to kind of push that envelope. So I, I, you mentioned there rugby. I totally forgot to mention rugby. And I, I was watching you. Play. How did you get into rugby? Because that's one thing me and George, we, you know, we're sports guys. We were talking years ago and stuff. He asked me, did you ever play rugby or get into it? I was like, I'm not going to lie to you, man. I'm not man enough to play rugby. That's a tough, <laughs> that's a tough sport. I don't care if it's man or woman. I mean, that, that game is not easy to, to, to master at all. I was telling George, I'm not even. I can't, I can't play rugby. I've seen I've seen rugby, and that that is not my my forte. I played football, I played college ball. I can't do rugby. How'd you get involved with rugby? Yeah, I mean it, it is a very um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a tough sport. Um, but I actually got involved because I guess um, the USA coach at that time, which is like years ago, was actually watching me through Facebook, and um, I was playing like football like a lot. And I had broke some records, and I had went viral and everything. Um, and I guess he caught wind of it. And he actually DM'd me when I was on uh, Facebook and asked me, did I ever think about playing rugby? And I was like, I didn't even know what that sport was. <laughs> and I didn't know girls played. And he was like, oh, well, you know, well, would you be interested in maybe playing in the Olympics? And I was like, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess. And he was like, all right. And I was like, but I don't know anything about it. He was like, oh, that's cool. Like, we'll teach you. You're fast and you're agile. So we'll teach you. And I was like, okay. So I went out there for um, a trial, like, the next week. And, unfortunately, when I landed, he got fired. So um, that was very awkward. Yeah, it was very awkward. So the new lady that came in had a whole different game plan. And she was like, yeah, when you learn how to play, then we can talk. (laughs) So that's kind of how it started. But I let it go for, like, three, four years. And then people started tagging me, like, in all these videos in 2018 on this, you know, on these girls that were doing, like, crazy stuff in rugby. And I was like, you know what, let me actually learn how to play this sport. So I found a local team, uh, went to a, a practice, and, like, the rest is history. Yeah. And I, that's how I started getting into it. I saw you. That, this is funny. I, I saw you playing rugby. I saw some of your videos when you were playing flag football that you mentioned. Hey, man, mm-hmm. I, I saw that takeoff and release that you did. <laughs> I mean, you got, like, <laughs> you got, like, 40 of them, but there was one where you're dressed in all black. And you hit a George. She, I'm a wide receiver coach. Just so you know, I'm a wide receiver and DB coach. And uh, George, she she did a come to balance. She released, hesitated, got off the line. I mean, it, it looked it looked smooth. <laughs> it looked really really good. And then she went. Thank you. No, you're welcome. It, it's just a award to your craft, man. Because that's a lot of guys can't do that. <laughs> no, it's, it's not as easy as people think it is. Thank you, thank you. I definitely I work hard. So. Oh, I, I, trust me, I see you. I'm looking <laughs> again. I saw the videos. I, I see you pushing and parachutes and pushing sleds, and I'm like, yo, there's a reason why she's the queen of abs. You know what I mean? <laughs> there's a reason why that. <laughs> and speaking of your queen of abs, your company, where'd you come up with the idea of it? I mean, I, I'm gonna assume it was the abs, but I mean, <laughs> where did the, where did the inspiration come? Did you always want to have your own uh, website and and company? Well, actually, um, it started through really social media. I mean, honestly, everything that, literally everything that I've done since I graduated has come from social media. But um, pretty much like when I was in college, I ended up getting on Instagram late. And um, I got on because a friend had said, you know, she could get more followers than me. And I'm, like, very competitive. So I was like, oh, no, nah, I'm not going to let that happen. And so I got on, like, two years late because I was still stuck on Facebook. 
And um, I just started posting, like, regular girl stuff, like selfies and outfits and stuff. And then I started posting my track and field workouts in college. And people started, like, really liking it. They started sharing it. Um, You know, a lot of big, like, fitness pages started shouting me out. And, like, my following just grew really, really rapidly. And everybody would always comment on my stomach and say, like, you have a super defined abs for a girl. Mm-hmm. And um, that's kind of, like, how it started. And then I had maybe hit, like, 15 or 20K. And, like, my mom had, like, who's also my manager, she um, she had reached out to me, like, when I was, I guess I was coming from class one day. And she was like, hey, like, I noticed, like, your social media, you know, Instagram page is, like, blowing up. Like, we should brand this. We should make this, this into a business. And I was like, all right, cool. And she was like, okay, what would you want your company to be called? I was like, uh, I don't know, like maybe Princess of Abs. And she was like, why be a princess and she be a queen? Mm. And then Queen of Abs kind of came from that. So really my mom, she's the one that <laughs> kind of solidified that name. I wanted to mention your shoe company. I, I totally forgot to ask that in the earlier questions. Oh, yeah. Yes, you have a shoe company. I've, I want let the people know about your shoe company because I know this is what's funny. The way this got presented to me was they were like, hey, dad. I want to buy these shoes. And I was like, well, I'm, I've never seen these shoes. Let me look at them. They're, oh, man, those are pretty dope, especially the, the all red ones that are coming out. Those are those are really nice. So the kids are like, yo, can you, can, you, can you give me some? And when I saw it was you, I was like, oh, my goodness. I know who, well, oh, wow. not, know, not, know, not know personally, but, like, I, I've seen her videos. I know who that is. She has a shoe company? So if you don't mind real wow. quick, how'd that idea come about? How'd that come around? And where can they find it? Yeah, so um, the name of my company is Tronos, which means um, throne in Greek. Um, and it kind of is like, you know, go hand in hand with my brand, Queen of Abs, throne, royalty, you know. Um, and pretty much what, how it kind of even started was like two years ago, I was actually offered the opportunity to like create a signature line of like shoes. And so like the designer, um, you know, did a little mock-up of the shoes. Uh, we sat down and talked about what I wanted. He, got, he literally got the design that in like one try. Um, and he, you know, added some things to it, and then I posted it on Instagram just to see, like, how people would react, and people went, like, insane for it, and so, um, a few months later, like, we were, my mom ended up kind of getting involved, and we were talking one day, and uh, we were like, man, people are, like, people have been asking about the shoes since you released the Mako version, and I was like, yeah, like, it's been crazy, actually, and so, we just were like, why don't we, like, actually start a shoe company? Because we know that people will buy, people are excited, people have been asking about the shoe since we, you know, a, a freaking micro version. It's not the real version yet, and so we knew that we would have some type of success. And at first, I was like, uh, that's a bit far fetched because, like, think about how Nike started, think about how Adidas started. Like, yeah. that's a lot. Um, but we talked more and more, and I was like, you know what? Let's just do it. Let's just jump into it. Um, and whatever happens, happens. And so it's been like a two-year process. Uh, we just launched July 19th. Um, and, I mean, it's been, like, literally insane. Like, I, I'm very humbled by all of the support that I've gotten from, like, just my followers and just, you know, celebrities, athletes. It's just been crazy. So, yeah, I started that way. And, um, honestly, the reason why I just said let's do it is because I want to honestly not only secure my future, but secure my future children's future and just, generational wealth and build my empire and things like that and i was like what better way to do that than start a, a shoe company so that's how i started um and yeah 
<laughs> I, I love it because, like I said, I, they brought it to me, and then I started looking at the shoes. Like, yo, they have it on my size. Like, I, like I'm good. They have it for me too. Like, I'm, I'm gonna buy two pairs because it looks. No, it does. It looks great. And I'm, it's dope. I can't tell you how proud uh, to see that because, like we were speaking earlier about you starting your shoe company. You know, you're a track star, football player, breaking down barriers, being a paid athlete, female athlete uh, in, in a sport that was, you know, that's dominated by men. It just gives my, I have a little girl who I can show this to. And even if my little girl, Georgia, does as well, it, we both have daughters. Even if they don't play sports, just to show them, like, look, you don't have to, you don't have to be what people tell you to be. You can do whatever you want to be. So, and, and you are a shining example of that. So I really, truly appreciate you and everything that you're doing. And I know I'm going to be a fan, a supporter. And anytime I see something on yours, I'm going to retweet it and, and share it as much as possible. I know you already, you got way more followers than we do, but <laughs> we're, <laughs> well, I appreciate it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's dope. And that's crazy how, you know, you, the work that you put in has kind of transpired into what it is now. I mean, you, you got the deal with the, the the Women's Football League. You're an author, a published author. You got your own book, fitness model, uh, public speaking even. You're a TV host. You're a huge inspiration to millions of young ladies out there that are, are in those same thought process, having those same maybe reservations, right, to, to take that next step, to do those next things in life. What advice do you have for, for these young ladies that are going up and, and maybe want to play professional football, maybe want to play rugby and, and, and be in the Olympics? What kind of message do you have for them to, to encourage them to chase that dream? Well, I would definitely start by saying, you know, if you want something, you got to go for it. Um, you know, it's not something that you should ever wait on somebody else to help you with or somebody else to help you do or whatever, because, at the end of the day, nobody's going to care about your dream the way that you are. So, you know, you have to put in that work. You have to make the sacrifices. And everybody wants to be, you know, a, a professional athlete. Everybody wants to be, a, you know, a successful social media influencer or business owner. But a lot of people don't understand what comes with that. So I think that's the first thing I would say is if anybody wants to, you know, be these things, you know, that's, that's on a high level, make sure you do the research. Make sure you get mentors that actually are in a position that you want to be in, are in the you know in the field that you want to be in, and they're successful. Um, and have a a, a great team around you because that's something else I think people forget is like I know I did when I first started with me and my mom, and I thought okay I don't I don't ever need anybody else to grow. I just need me and my mom and I'm good. And I realized as things started to progress, like wow, you really need more hands. You need a team that can help push you, and you know people that have more experience than you and things like that. And that's what helped me grow rapidly as well. And so I would definitely suggest that as well. And then when it comes to football or rugby, those are our sports that I would say definitely, definitely, definitely um, study. Do a lot of, you know, YouTube if you got to. If you have friends that do it or your dad did it or mom did it at some point, I would definitely make sure you get their, you know, um, expertise on the sport as well. Um, find trainers that have trained successful people in that sport. Um, so that they can help take you to the next level. Um, and just really honestly be a student of the game because you can be all this, this amazing athlete, you know, running a 4-2-40 or, you know, being the best receiver in the world. But if you have no game knowledge or you don't know what's going on, you know, on the field, then you're kind of going to be useless. Mm -hmm. So I would say learn that and, um, you know, protect your dreams. That's, all, that's the best thing I say, protect your dreams. That's dope. That that's that's great advice for for not even just for young ladies. I think for people just in in life, right. definitely. If you want to achieve 
something you got to put in work right and, and if and, and i think you know you hit it on the on the head there your circle the circle that you surround yourself with have to be in it for you have to be able to help you and, and drive you forward and not hold you back i, I want to take you back to to your flag football days and i want you to tell me what was one of your most memorable moments you're on the field you're playing a game what, what's that one top memory that stands out for you Hmm, man, <laughs> that's tough. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't think it was going to be this um, tough today, did you? you didn't think, nah. <laughs> on, a, on a Wednesday, you didn't think it would be that tough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I think the most memorable would be, like, I had a game where I literally scored, like, four touchdowns almost back-to-back. And um, that's when I realized, like, okay, this is, like, this is my thing. And right. um, I had, I remember I used to have, like, a lot of coaches that would try to bribe me to come to their teams and, it was just like crazy at that time, and I didn't realize like flag football would have been that. Yeah, <laughs> that they, crazy. they they tend to uh, they do that here in Tampa as well. They they with youth <laughs> in high school, they they tend to uh, you know throw cleats <laughs> out there and you know gas cards, yeah. gloves, yeah, some gloves. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, man, this, I feel like I'm back in college, like trying to get recruited and everything. But it was uh, I'll definitely say that like scoring that many touchdowns back to back was like pretty cool um it was tiring but it was cool and you know I feel like that kind of solidified my you know my position in the flag football world um and then you know I made I, I broke some records in Georgia mm. so I feel like that was pretty cool as well um so what, yeah I was, I mean, what was, was the records cool. um I gotta remember it was like I know <laughs> I'm I had sorry the leading rushing yard um wow. I can't remember the exact number but I got it like two, two years in a row um Dang. before I like kind of stopped playing so I was like you know that's pretty pretty cool <laughs> so, yeah you, you stopped playing so someone else finally had a chance yeah that's, that's what it's that's <laughs> what happening that's that what a, there's actually a lot of amazing athletes out here like that's the thing that is like crazy it's like I don't think people understand like how many athletes actually play like football especially women like they're like ex-basketball players or current and they just you know they're doing it for fun but it's like some really really crazy you know, athletically skilled women that play this sport. So I, I want to ask you also, you know, you ran track. I know you ran at Texas A&M, correct? Is that, is that correct saying you ran over there? Texas A&M, Kingsville. What was your, what was your, your events? What did you run? Uh, I ran the 100, 200, and 4 by one Of course. I, I saw you. So I, 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 that's a loaded question. I asked because I knew the answer, but I was, a, I saw, <laughs> I saw you run your 40 time as well. So I knew I was like, yeah, she has to be a sprinter. When you clocked in that four four four, I was like, "Oh my goodness, she's she's running." <laughs> you know, like, "Oh my god," because now I'm 38. I'm, I'm, you know, the mind is like, "Yeah, you can still do that," and I'm like, "Nah, the body's nope. like, you better shut, you better shut down, you better sit down somewhere." But that's dope, man. What position are you gonna be playing in the in the women's football league? Are you going for receiver, running back? Uh, definitely running back, but um, probably end up playing receiver as well, because you know you don't really ever get to just play one position, to be honest. That's true. That's true, and, and again, somebody with speed like that, good hands, good feet work. I mean, if we <laughs> we do the same thing at, with with our athletes, we move them all around. We just put them in places to to make sure they get the ball and score. Mm-hmm, exactly. So that's so. If you ever just, I'm gonna throw this out there, and I hate to say it like this, but if you ever in Tampa and you want to see some, you know, some some wide receiver work, you know what I mean? You let me know. I'm I'm here. I'm here to help in any way possible. Okay, well, I definitely appreciate that. I got some wide receivers that that are. Pretty, they're pretty amazing, and uh, I would love to, for you to come out there and dog them out a little bit and our DBs and see. Oh yeah, <laughs> she run right by him. She's gonna run right by him. Right, man, and I'm gonna clown them too. I'm gonna put it on. I'm gonna put on film and 
put on huddle oh, like, look what happened. Look at <laughs> Santia came out here and just dusted you. <laughs> now, one question I have for you. We ask this question a lot to a lot of our athletes that come on the show. Do you have any pre-game superstitions? Hmm. I'm trying to think, do I? Well, I definitely have to wear, like, my socks. Like, my, they have to, you know, be, like, my favorite socks, yeah. um, which my socks never match. So, like, I definitely have to make sure that. Um, I have to listen to music before I play, and usually it's gospel music. Nice. Um, so I listen to that. Um, and then I go through, like, the same kind of warm-up routine. Um, and I'm, like, pretty, like, precise on what I do. Um, mm-hmm. So that and um, that's really it. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, praying before, praying after. That, and that's not, we, I don't mean to cut you off. We, we only use assets because we, we have a lot of weird guys that come on here. And they have some weird. Su- I'm talking about weird. Like I'm we t- we interviewed we interviewed Joshua Youngblood right over at Kansas State, and he said mm-hmm. that he can't have any pen or like marker touch his body, like he can't have any ink like touch his body on game day. Like it, it's it'll ruin the whole day if he, if he has ink on his what? body. Well, why would ink touch it? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't I don't know either. I had a guy. You mentioned socks, so I had a guy that I had to have locker next to, and. God, I want to say his name, but I don't want him to, you know, call me later and, and show up at my house. But uh, he's a good friend of mine. And he, this guy's socks, just so you know, and I know you're not going to like this, he never washed them. So for the season, he never washed oh, his wow. favorite. Yes. There you go. Now That's it starts. <laughs> oh, it's disgusting. So this guy used to take his socks and they were stiff as a board. And he used to like, like smash them together to loosen them up, to put them on to play football. <laughs> You, the, that sounds disgusting. Right, and I and I, I <laughs> terrible. And I told him, I said, "You are the start of the coronavirus. Like you, things like that is why <laughs> we have, we're, we're in this position <laughs> because that's nasty." And I used to, I can still, I hate to say it, but I can still smell it. Like when I talk about it, you're like, "Oh my god, oh, god. it was horrible." Ugh. And his, that was his niche, and that was his little tradition. The only thing I had was I just want to listen to music. I didn't want to do nothing crazy. I had another guy that used Honestly, to wear. I think that's like everybody, like every athlete, like one thing that I feel like we all do. We have to listen to music. Like, right. if I ever forget my like headphones, like, oh my gosh, this is gonna be a bad day. Right, I'm gonna lose it. I'm, I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm like I'm like those morning people with that, do, that drink coffee. They gotta they gotta have coffee before they move on about their day. Same thing. I need my music before I even play a game. Yes, I have and, to. I have to. <laughs> I had a guy that also he used. This was crazy. He had four wristbands on. Two on his left, two on his right. If they weren't spread apart evenly before the game, he'd lose his mind. And it wow. was, yes, yeah, it's, it's just crazy <laughs> niches that people have as athletes, man. And of course, you know, we're, I in, the, know. we're in the locker room, we're going to play. We used to hide two of them and watch them freak out. <laughs> the equipment manager never gave it to us. So. But uh, oh right now, part of the show, we want to play a little game with you if, you if you're up for it. I know you said you're competitive, so this might be, you know, your, your niche right here. You, you want to play a little bit? It's called This and That. Yeah, sure. All right, so on this show, we play this and that. So on this and that, these are just some seri- these are some questions, and I, I hope you don't hang up the phone and talk to your mom and your, your, your friends and be like, those are some weirdos. <laughs> but um, these are just questions, that, you know, just to get, you know, to get to know you a little bit better and see where you're at a little bit and, and kind of make you laugh. Okay. So I got to prepare you. These questions will make you reevaluate some things in your life. <laughs> if you're going to think about life. One of them is going to be, <laughs> did I really want to get on the phone with these guys today? So oh, oh, I'm going to start off real easy, real simple. Pre-COVID, okay. 
Are you a dine-in person or are you a takeout? Definitely dine-in. Oh, oh, and where are you dining in at? We're talking Italian, Chinese, PF Chains. Where are we going? Oh, man, I like, I'm a foodie, so I, I'm like somebody that tries to try something new, like, every time I eat somewhere. Mm-hmm. So it varies. But, I, like, usually, though, it's probably, like, some, like, a seafood place or, like, I'm a big Indian food fan, so something like that. Nice. So don't don't think I'm weird for asking this question. Don't <laughs> this ain't going nowhere. I just want to know if you had to choose Netflix or YouTube. Uh, Netflix for sure. Okay. See, I don't want you to think. Oh, I know he ain't talking about Netflix and Sheila. I know he. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not thinking about that. I wasn't even thinking that. <laughs> okay, good. I'm just trying to make because you know we're having a conversation. I don't want you to be like, yeah, these guys were weird. <laughs> no, you good. All right, this next one here. Uh, I, you're driving, so I don't want you to close your eyes, but you should have the person close your eyes. <laughs> when you get dressed in the morning, do you put on sock, then your shoe, or do you put on both socks, then both shoes? What's the order of operation? Definitely both socks, then both shoes. Thank goodness. Well, yeah, Santia, I hate to break it to you. There's some psychopaths out here that are going sock, shoe, sock, shoe. I don't know who they are. That's so weird. Right. If you see that boo-boo, you get out. <laughs> I know. That's a that's a Don't stick around. Now, what I want you to think about is when you're in the locker room right. with your teammates, peek down the line, and you usually will find that your offensive, your your, your skill, your big skill that play up front, play offensive line, are the ones that go sock, really? then shoe, sock, then shoe. I, so when we I put this question out on like Facebook – like if I'm talking and then I'm like I'm moving around and then like I have one sock on and then I have like you know my shoe in my hand and I just think you know like you're not even thinking about it but right. if I know what I'm doing that's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we put this question. We put the question out on Facebook and I got over like 1,200 comments on it and everybody oh, wow. was like, "No, this is how you know the traditional normal person is. Yeah, sock, sock, then your shoes." But then you had a ton of people like, no, that's weird. What are you talking about? <laughs> so <laughs> as we create these questions on the show, you're like, all right, this is something that apparently is a heated debate out yeah. there in America. We yeah. got to ask. It's, it's almost as, it's almost equal to flat earth or round earth. Like people have to know what the socks are. I got another one for you. Now here, here, now they start getting tougher. This is round two here. If, okay. okay which one can you live without for a year? Which one's harder to live without for a year? Is it toilet paper or toothbrush? <laughs> what? <laughs> that long pause lets me know. I tried to I tell you. Say, <laughs> I, tried. I would say tooth. I would say I could live without toilet paper because you can take a shower. Okay. Okay. But so like, what can you substitute really for like toothpaste? So you wait, wait, wait. So you're picking. You're picking. You can live. You think it'd be harder to live without toilet paper or to or? No, toilet- it'd be harder to live without toothpaste. Really? Because yeah, because like I can take a shower, like <laughs> right. I, 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 hate mean, to, I hate to be nasty, but the whole bidet thing comes to mind right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean exactly. That's what I'm saying. So it's like there's things that you can do, and you'll be like, honestly, you'll be cleaner to be honest. <laughs> to be, but you're not, you're not lying. Like, what can you really use? Like, I mean, okay, I don't, yeah. I don't really <laughs> well, then, then on along the lines of a shower, here's another question. Here's another question for you. Now, when you enter the shower, and, and I know you're thinking, where do these questions come from? These actually came from Facebook. They got like over, like you said, 1,200. This one got 2,000 comments. When you enter the shower, do you enter where the faucet is, where you, you, know, you turn it on at, or do you go to the back of the shower? Definitely the back. See? There's psychopaths Normal that turn person. on the water 
and they and go into, right in and they go right into the shower. That doesn't even make sense. So you, like you're getting, I don't know. That's like so you're drowning pretty much to get to the back. Pretty much, right? The these people have these problems, and I'm just worried about the curtain touching me. I don't want the curtain to touch. I know. Me. I don't know why though. Like I don't want it to touch me at all. I I, I don't. I have I have a fear of that. I'm not gonna lie to you. So I'm not a germaphobe <laughs> or anything, but it's a fear when I, that's why like every house I've ever lived in, I tried to have a glass, you know what I'm saying, shower where you can open yeah. the door. Yeah, yeah. I can't do shower curtains and my kids are upstairs and I'm like, well, you got to live the struggle <laughs> first before you get to what I got because you're not getting in my shower whatsoever. Oh my God. Right. This last one, we're going to put you in, in a little bit of a, of a tough situation here. You're an athlete, so I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a basketball. You have one shot. From the three-point line. You make it, I'm going to hand you a bag, it's a million bucks. But you miss it. You can never be on social media ever again. Oh, the, question, the question <laughs> to you is, do you take the shot? Oh, that's tough. That's such a great dramatic pause. I can literally make every dime from social media, I'll definitely take the shot. Okay. But because You're I like, make my living off of Instagram, um, <laughs> Yeah, I would unfortunately not take it. Plus, right. I know myself. I would probably miss. I suck at basketball, so I do yeah. too. You, you're, you're, you're not. You're trust me. You're not alone in that. You're not alone. In that. <laughs> me and George tried to go out there, and we were trying. We were trying to have some fun and shoot with the kids. I quickly learned. I don't. I don't need. Well, we need to play two K. I'm not. I'm not, shooting, <laughs> I'm not shooting good basketball anymore. <laughs> But that's this, yeah, no, I, I suck at it. <laughs> that's our the version of this and that with Santia that. So, Miss uh, Santia Deck, man, I really appreciate you. I, don't, I didn't want to take too much more of your time. I, I love talking with you. You are more than welcome to come back to the show whenever you want. If you tell me, hey, I got some stuff on my mind I want to talk about, let's fire this thing up and, and we'll, let's do it. This is, this is pretty much your platform, so whenever you come to Tampa, um, trust me, you're, you're more than welcome to stop by. And me and George have a tradition. Uh, when the Women's Football League kicks off, we have to go get your jersey. We have to buy your jersey oh, yeah, and put sure. it in the office in the studio. We we're gonna have to do it. Uh, so whenever you get a you get your number, don't don't be weirded out if I, <laughs> I message you. It's like, can you sign my jersey, please? <laughs> oh no, I would not. I would definitely do it. I appreciate. I, it. I appreciate you. Again, thank you for joining the show. Let everybody know where they can find you on social media. They're not following you already. Where can they go to find you? Um, you guys can find me um on Instagram at trackbaby zero zero one. Uh, Twitter is Santia underscore deck, and my Facebook is Queen of Us. We're still gonna shoot out there. So again, thank you so much for coming on to the show and speaking with us and taking thank the you. time. And and uh, trust me when I tell you, the, the world's gonna really know uh, Santia Deck here in the next year. You know what I mean? Thank you so much. That means a lot. I definitely appreciate y'all for inviting me on. And uh, yeah, I'll, get, I'll keep you guys posted on when my season starts. I'll send you guys a schedule. Um, I'm going to be in L.A., so um, I don't know if you guys are ever out there, but that's that's where I play. So definitely come and check out a game. Well, as soon as you say come on out to a game, I'm I'm booking We're tickets. I'm out of here. I'm gone. I'm gone. As soon as you send me a schedule, I'm out of here. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll definitely keep y'all posted. Okay. I appreciate you. Appreciate you. I Thank you. That. Well, the clock fans, man, that's another great show, man. Thank you so much to Santia Deck. Uh, I really, really enjoy talking with you. And uh, I can't wait for her to come back on the show and talk to us again about the Women's Football League. I'm really excited for her and everything she's doing. You guys, please go make sure you, you follow her and go order your Tronus official shoes, uh, the shoe company that she owns. It's amazing. 
Trust me, I tell you, you're not going to be disappointed whatsoever. And, and make sure you go follow her on Instagram and all those and all the Twitter and all those things, man. She's she's very inspiring for every woman that's doing their own thing right now, having their own company. So uh, thank you so much. Really appreciate you joining the show. Again, thank you guys for listening to the show. If you like today's show, go ahead and follow us on social media by simply searching On The Clock Radio. You can also visit our website at otcsportstalk.com. Until next time, you're on the clock.